Okay, Dean. <laughs> I'll do it too so we can hear each other. There we go. Um, I'm Arlen. I don't know if we caught that, but I saw I, you on the elevator. And um, I know you're Ar Arlen Hamilton, but as far as I'm concerned, you're Arlen from the elevator now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me tee it up that we uh, just moments ago saw each other in the elevator, staying apparently at the same hotel in New York, and um, I instantly recognize you. I have a thing about recognizing people from very specific places. So I recognize your eyes. You were wearing a mask, which I think some people will find interesting that you were wearing a mask. And I, th I immediately thought two things. I remember immediately remembered having your picture on my wall when I was a teenager. <laughs> that, uh, you just gave away my age. All right. right. Well, slightly, slightly younger than you. Um, and then I instantly remember thinking, oh, that's Dean Kane, the person who more recently I learned has these what I perceive as diametrically opposed views to, to um, what what I believe right. in a lot of ways. Which I, I which I contend is false. Right. So I, I, I said that shorthand to you, and you said, I, actually, I think we might agree on more than you think. That's why I want to have this conversation. I do appreciate you having it. And, you know, it won't, won't take up too much time, but I do think it's, I'm always open to hearing things, and I want to understand, because, you know, you're you're an actor, and when I think of actors, I think a little bit more uh, progressive, a little bit more liberal. But you consider yourself conservative? People consider me conservative. I consider myself a free thinker. Okay. And how, how long, you know, a lot of things about people's opinions came to light when Trump was elected or being elected. He's, a bit of, he's certainly a polarizing figure, yeah. but it hasn't changed any of my opinions or views that I've held on for a very long time. And I have very strong reasons for believing the things that I believe. Yeah. One of the things that I think is great is that you approached me and said something and you're interested in having a dialogue. That to me is the answer to 90% of what ails this country at this point in time and this polarization. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'll, I'll protect, I'll be a little protective of people who aren't as willing to have the dialogue on the, on the more liberal side because it really does feel like we're being, uh, like our, li our lives are at stake in some cases, or at least our livelihoods in a lot of cases. Like we're, our identities, it's not very safe for us. For whom? Um, when I speak to about, well, I can kind of throw to anybody, you know, for people of color, for women, for LGBTQ, for people who have liberal views. I'm not saying... How is it not safe is my question, though. Yeah, I would love to tell you. I mean, do you, are, are we starting at the same place and you understanding that, that when you see things on like the January 6th thing at the Capitol, that mm -hmm. that's... That's very frightening for us to see. It's just this mob of people storming into what we consider like a safe space. Well, okay, let's 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 unpack that a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was to. horrible what happened at the Capitol. That shouldn't have happened. That people shouldn't have been breaking in there and doing that. Yeah, I think that was an awful, terrible thing. Okay, um, I think it's terrible when people break into stores and loot those as well. I hate yeah. to see any destruction of private property. I hate to see that happening with mob violence. I think that's yeah. awful. Yeah. I think any of that stuff is awful. I'm a police officer. I'm a, I'm a reserve police officer in Pocatello, Idaho. I'm a full sheriff's deputy in Frederick County, Virginia. Yeah. I did that because I have so many friends who are military, ex-military, current police. I understand the rule of law and order. I think what happened on January 6th was terrible. But I don't think... Uh, I didn't feel, as an American citizen, I didn't feel threatened. I thought it was people who were extremists and wrong to be breaking into the Capitol. Yeah. I thought it so was wrong So that's what I mean, do. though. You didn't feel threatened. But I'm saying I felt threatened. And How? Maybe, 
So you're there because you can't see this, people. There's a there is an incredulous look on your face of how could you possibly? Feel, how could you personally feel? How threatened? could I personally feel? Because I am a black woman in this country, and these were by and large white men, a lot of women too, uh, which I still don't understand, and many of them either online or at the time when they were screaming it or later afterwards have expressed very specific racist ideologies. Okay, I don't see that, and I'm not someone who doesn't have like friends of color. I'm, I'm Asian. My given mm-hmm. name is Tanaka. My best, 80% of my friends are black. I play professional football. I'm just trying to say that my perspective isn't just of some conservative white dude hanging out because that ain't it. And I travel the world. When I say I travel the world, you almost can't pick a country that I haven't spent a significant amount of time in talking about issues, learning about issues, talking to everyday regular people. So for me, when I see that, did I think when I saw that, that that a black woman was particularly in danger in January 6th? No, I thought it was a bunch of people who were extremists on the right. Not all of them. Some were just there to protest, but there are extremists. I think there are extremists on the right and on the left. So I think they get most of the... Can you most say of in a different se- way? Do you, are you saying that... Because I want to make sure before I like defend, I want to make sure I understand. Are you saying that you believe that the two of us, for instance have the same threat if there were any from the January 6th. I think right. neither of us have any threat from January 6th is part of what I honestly right. believe. So I think that's what you were saying. So what I'm telling you is whether or not you experience it, believe it, the reality is that there's a very dangerous world that I live in that's different than the world you live in in your body than versus what I live in. Do you believe that? I mean, you I mean, have to know that... There's there's a lot of racism in this country. There is racism. A lot of I don't violence. think there's okay. There you have to define a lot. I mean, I think there is. I think it exists. I, I certainly think racism exists, and I think it's terrible and it's ugly. Yeah. And I think there's uh, that violence certainly exists, and I think it's terrible and it's ugly. Yeah. Absolutely, I believe that exists here less so than other than in other countries. Yeah, we're talking honest. about this. We're talking country, about this country, yeah. but less so than other countries. And okay. I think it's horrible, and I think it's something that certainly should be dealt with 100%. I think racism in any form is disgusting. To me, it's ignorant. Yeah. And when people are educated or they know people of different races or spend time with them, they think that that, that goes away. Like, I don't even, I don't think about race. I never have. Yeah. I, when I got cast as Superman, I didn't think, I'm the first Asian to play Superman. That wasn't my thought process. I was like, damn, I'm a lucky person. Yeah. <laughs> I get to play the superhero. Never even crossed my mind. And wh- when did you become Superman? What, what year You were was 11. That? <laughs> I didn't say I was. You were six. Uh, I was nineteen ninety three. So I was twelve. <laughs> but what my point so is, that much. was about what twenty eight years ago. Well, 20, you, you maybe better at math than me. It, it was around twenty eight, twenty nine years ago. And what that means is that for that amount of time, and it, definitely correct me. This is why we have the conversation. It sounds like for that amount of time, you have seen the world through a, 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 a lens of there's a certain privilege there because you're on TV or celebrity and maybe you haven't been exposed. You talk about ignorance. You haven't been exposed because for you as someone and, and are you comfortable saying your age? or Yeah, I'm 55. At 55. I own that. <laughs> and you, 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 well, you can't see him but he doesn't look 55. He's about 40. 
but at that you said 35 right yeah I he looks about 35 <laughs> sorry I, he's holding up a script for me I can't read it. it's too three small. it's a three yeah but at that age with that experience for you to say to me with the straight face i mean you're you're very serious you're saying that you do not believe gen- that, that anyone should feel threatened physically let alone emotionally and all of that. I can't even get into that. That's right everybody's. That's that's, that's you, a subjective opinion. Yeah, you just don't. You just don't see it. You just like you're saying. I don't. I see that. I see the people getting hit. I see the glass breaking. I see the people screaming for the heads of these different people. But I don't think anyone in America should feel threatened physically by that. By January sixth. Yeah. I, you you stopped me from finishing this when I was saying it okay. earlier. There are extremists on far left and on far right, and I think they're both wrong. When anybody starts de- dealing with that sort of violence and that sort of situation where they're threatening people, it's dead wrong. Yeah. But I don't see you as a black woman in America being any more targeted or danger in any more danger than me as a whatever I am person, 55, middle-aged, Japanese-American dude, whatever. I don't ever call myself that, just a regular American. I don't see you being any more threatened. Who, that, that was a horrible event, and I think we all can agree on that. But I, I didn't think that particular event... As bad as it was, was was anywhere near what it's been made out to be. I don't. Really? I really but don't. People died. People lost their sight. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa! People died. Who died? There are there are police officers who died. Brian Sicknick, they're, you're talking about. Their bodies were interred. In Brian them. Sicknick is who you're talking about. He died of natural causes, not from a fire extinguisher across the head. They put him in state in the so capital. What, what, that was saying. There wasn't people weren't with guns. They weren't shooting things. They were only person who had a gun was the capital police officer who shot. But you heard the testimony. There are people who were saying that people were punching. People were yeah. I get that, and that's people. awful. I agree. That's terrible. So, to me, it's sort of it's splitting hairs to say, well, this person died because they had a heart attack because they were so scared. It's no, like, he didn't have a heart attack because he was so scared. He had a heart attack afterward. It was a terrible thing. Listen, I am a police officer. I, I, I support law enforcement through and through. And what they were what they were they were what they were tasked with without proper yeah. real backup because if you said there was online chatter and things like that, they're still talking about it now. Yeah. And there's still the January sixth. That whole situation going on, their, their whole the, what they're, whatever they're doing as far as the, the, the committee to go through and figure out what mm-hmm, happened, mm-hmm. I think it's terrible. But I don't think it's anywhere near the event that, that you're currently saying that it was or even a, a, a exposing that, I mean, like implying that it was. I think it was a terrible event, yeah. but I don't think it was the kind of event that my friends, I don't know anybody, you're the first person that's brought it up to me in any conversation since February. Yeah. Do you feel your friends feel comfortable telling you if they were scared? hundred like, percent. Like you're, are you married? No. Uh, Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not judging. Um, that's a whole other conversation. My friends. I'll tell you what. My friends feel tell, comfortable telling me anything because I'm are an open book. Are you? When you say no one has told you, has a black person? Had a conversation with you. Who's a a black person? I'm very specific. Well, most that's of what my I'm friends. But what I'm saying is, most of my friends are black. Yes, yeah, so I'm saying has a N- nobody, you, nobody, nobody no felt threatened. Said, nobody felt threatened no, no, no. specifically you by. You can't say what they felt. You can say what they told you. They nobody felt. has told me has told they felt they threatened felt. or that it was a terribly scary thing or that event I in particular. Would be, it would, I would be curious. I'll never be in that room, so I'll never know the answer. But it'd be curious to find out if you ask one or two, and don't just ask one because one person doesn't, you know, reflect everyone as you know. Sure. But ask a couple of your black friends if they felt that these your friends no no i just those people being locked out trying oh, to come okay. in yeah. i'll get them let me see but i got it i got mine right here okay superman is r- racing to save the day sure sorry <laughs> my knee just wasn't working <laughs> no worries 
So this is happening live, y'all. So we're gonna have all the ambient noise. Sorry. It's all good. You had to. I saw your cape as you flew <laughs> through that door. Um, so okay, we'll move a little bit from January 6th because I think we we still don't agree on it. <laughs> no, know? we agree that we agree that it was terrible. Yes, but why was it terrible? Uh, because I don't think violence is a peaceful form of protest. Yes, but you're saying it was terrible, but it wasn't as bad. as It wasn't an insurrection. Right. And that's because it was stopped. No, no, but you know what? But nobody was, they weren't a bunch of armed people firing and shooting at people. That's an insurrection. This was a terrible event. Were they being, were they doing wrong things and going to, I think it was disgusting. But I do you think that, and I will, I want to know your opinion of Trump because I I want you to say it. But do you think that he (laughs) helped stoke that or do you think that he was an innocent bystander to that? Help stoke, he helped get people there to rally and. And, and do that, but I don't think he helped stoke anybody trying to break into the Capitol. No. You, th- you think that was a surprise to him? That, that yeah, it went I think that, that was far? a surprise to him that it went that far. Do you? But I, but I'm not going to speak for him. You know, I can't. That's do what that. I think. You know, yeah. because I mean, I'm, I understand what it's like to have your words taken from you. Yeah. you think, and I choose my wise. So, what do you think of him? Like, tell me. I have a feeling you you are okay with him. Is that would that be accurate? It's just a, that's such a generality that term. Tell do me I think then. President? I, I do I think President Trump's policies? were good? Absolutely. His policy, like name right. one that was good. His, his strength on the border. Okay, because, because... Because we should have a border and it should be protected and it should be... If, if, if you want to come in... I mean, if you travel, and I'm sure you do, I do, you know you can't just cruise across. What happens if you go to... I've had a home in Europe for 20 years, okay? Mm-hmm. You can't just cruise in there. I don't have all the same rights that I have over there. I had to form a company in order to buy property and land. Mm-hmm. I deal with that stuff all the time. You go to China, you don't just get to cruise in. You do that. You're, so you go to Mexico, and you don't just you, and you don't go through the proper channels. That's a problem. So yeah. my real my feeling about the border is you have to have a strong border and yeah. it'd be a safe border. I think our immigration laws need to change tremendously. But that's the job of Congress, not the president. Mm. Do true. you think? And I saw some article that you said you you liked his policies. You weren't. You it said you said you weren't interested in his personality. That well, wasn't something that his personality is. It can be grating and it's it can be polarizing. So I would, if I were in that position, I would certainly choose my words differently. Yeah. And his tweets could certainly piss people off. But that was that's his personality and that's who he is. Is there anything that he did or said during his presidency that you said, oh? Donald, I'm sure you know him, right? I do know him, yeah. Yeah. But I don't that, call him Donald. That's too far. <laughs> oh, yeah, tons. Do you remember an example? I mean, when he went after uh, John McCain as the, being a, not being a war hero. I like guys who don't get caught. I thought yeah. that was horrible, reprehensible. Yeah. Did you, were you able to tell him that? I, I wasn't speaking to him at the time. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't on the phone but with so him or anything. But I would have told him that. So if he does something like that, how do you kind of balance the fact that he can go that far. See, I'm not about the cult of personality. I'm not the specific about just this person. I don't think any single human being is is the greatest thing yeah. on the earth. We all make mistakes. We all say and do stupid things. When you talk about a leader of the free world, I want to see policies that are effective, mm-hmm. that work mm-hmm. for Americans and for the world. Mm-hmm. In that order. And it's someone who... So do you understand or do you, have you heard people talk about how, how Trump himself has... Not just personality, but those policies, some of those policies, and the way that he does sort of make like a rallying cry for some people who are not very stable. Sure, I see. I, I see President Trump as a polarizing figure, personality-wise, yeah. for sure. But I don't get swept up in that. I don't sit around trying to defend him. That ain't my job. That's yeah. not what I. Not a job I want. Yeah. Um, but I will talk policy. 
and the, I'll talk to policies that I support and why I support them. And that's the big difference. Yeah, yeah. So when you're, you, you do these interviews, not these type of interviews, this is an elevator interview, but when you, <laughs> when you do the interviews on sh shows and mm -hmm. what, and then you see your quotes back and then people react on Twitter because it's always da 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 reacts to Dean Cain's Twitter. Yeah. Are, do you just feel like you're just being misunderstood well, I constantly? Think, or no, I think... Do you ever wonder, well, I wonder why people feel this way if it's happening. No, I know why people will quote me. They'll quote something, something like, like, um, um, like let's just take uh, the Jonathan Kent, the new the Superman. Superman is now gay. Yeah, quote, I saw okay? that, yes. Which is baloney because it's not Superman, it's gay. It's Jonathan Kent, which I, his, his son with Lois Lane and blah, blah, blah. And I said, my point that I made in that whole thing, yeah. if you think I have any problem with gay people whatsoever, you haven't studied me or anything about me then because, I mean, I played gay in 2001 when it was not cool yeah. and it wasn't supposed to happen. I have always supported gay rights what 100%. Did you, what did you originally say? What I said was, they said at DC Comics that this is a bold new direction. And I said it's for, for to, to have John Kent the kid be bisexual and I yeah. said that in 2021 having a superhero be bisexual is not a bold new direction if that if he was taking because they were talking about he's going to he's going to face real world problems such as climate change and and he's going to he's going to demonstrate against deporting immigrants illegal immigrants and blah 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 and I said that's not that's not bold to me mm -hmm. what would be bold is if he were to go to Iran a country where they'll throw you off a building for the the, the, for being suspected of being gay, they'll throw you off a building. That would be brave. They talk about him, you know, you talk about deportation. How about addressing the reasons that people are fleeing their countries? That's brave. That's bold. And that's what I said. I didn't say anything. I don't care if he's LGBTQ, right. gay, bi, care. I don't care what he is. It doesn't matter to me. I also don't think that you should be changing current superheroes left, right, and center to sort of be woke as opposed to create a superhero. And I'm working with somebody right now who happens to be black and gay and a former uh, military guy to create a brand new comic book character. Mm -hmm. Because that's how I think it should be done. And, and I, I'm not saying they can't do that. Right. But I say that's not but bold or brave. But like, I mean, I never thought we'd have this conversation. But isn't going into, <laughs> and I'm not no expert in any in any way, but isn't kind of evolving the the, the, the superhero kind of the thing like your show wouldn't have existed if someone didn't think to evolve Superman. No, I agree. No, evolving a character is one thing. Yeah. Changing a character differently is, is a whole other thing. But, but wait a second, let me get to this. I'm going to go back onto it. I was on Supergirl, right? Yes. Supergirl, who was which was created by Greg Berlanti. Yes. Greg Berlanti also directed that picture where I played gay for the first time because Greg Berlanti's gay. Now. He wrote and directed that film. They didn't even want me in it. I fought to get in that film. Greg Berlanti has now since become like one of the greatest executive producers of all time. I think he broke the Guinness Book of World Records for having the most, being the showrunner for the most shows on any ne on network at any one point in time. Just recently, okay. Supergirl, The Flash, DC Legends of Tomorrow, Everwood. I think, and he just goes on and on. The guy is prolific and a phenomenal writer and a great storyteller, a great guy. Now, whether he's gay or not, that isn't. The yeah. point. The point is how good is he at what he does and when, and stuff he does. But in that group and that genre of of DC stuff, like my daughter was gay and introduced me to her gay. Her, she was a lesbian. She introduced me to her mate, and I don't know how it ended up because I got killed on the show. But um, <laughs> um, okay. you know, um, there were several characters who were gay or bisexual. That so what I'm my point being, it's not groundbreaking and it's not bold to have a character come out as gay and that was my only point so going back to the whole thing of not, not changing things 
for the for the. No, I didn't say not changing. I said you don't have to change a current character right. just for that reason. And you Create think that's a new the one. only reason. Well, you don't think representation is part of the reason? Like just. Well, some, are we going to represent? Are we, is, is the is the goal? Are, are we trying to have quotas? Are we trying to have it's like not the quotas, numbers? But it, it, how does it hurt to have? It doesn't hurt. Some teenager in Milwaukee it, see it, themselves it, on TV. That doesn't hurt as at a all. Superhero. I agree because with that. Because what I was going to say is, what if 27, 28 years ago, and I believe if some of the people were around then, they would have said this. What if they said, "How dare you have Superman be uh, Asian?" How dare they you? didn't say that. Okay, and so what was your take on that? Is I that laughed. A, okay, well that's, that's some fortitude that you have. But it. They said they said imagine. we wanted Superman, not Sushi Man. Right. right? I mean, I got it so all the time. So do you think that's okay? That's just people. Being... People are allowed to have their opinions. I I, I laugh at them because that's to me how weak and ridiculous to say that. Yeah. But it's not. So gonna... that's how I. Th- I mean, I can say this as a gay person. That's how I feel. No, I didn't know you were gay. Yeah. Well, I can say this as a. See, gay I le- we learned something about each other just now. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> the so, but what my point is, I think, you know, it, it it may not make a difference to you, or you may even have an opinion which you've expressed about this person being bi and this younger person being bi. I have no problem but with that. I know you don't have a problem with. But what I'm saying is, it's not about tolerance. It's about. This is actually a good thing for some people. So why no, even, I, I get, no, why even no. comment on it? Is my because question. I'm commenting on whether it was bold or brave. But why does it? I don't think it's bold or brave. Why does it brave. matter to to use your voice in a way of kind of saying it's not bold? Because, why not just let be, it be? Because it's not bold. In 2021, it's not you? a bold. It's not to me, in my opinion, which yeah. I'm allowed to have. Yeah. That's not a bold new direction. If he had done those things that I was talking about, if that's what he was doing, yeah. I said I'd read that. That's bold and brave. I'd be like, damn, look at that. Do you think They're going to have him go to audience? Iran? Do you think you're the tar- target audience for them trying to have... I, I don't mean... Uh, I just mean as far as, like, representation. See, there is a child who grew up to be a grown man who watched you on television, who was Asian, or Asian-American, perhaps mixed race, mm-hmm. and grew up and said, I can be anything because Dean Kane Sure, is, I've heard that plenty. Yeah. From their, and, the and, horse's mouth, so And wouldn't you then want... That for other hundred percent. So that's where it becomes. But I don't disagree with that. Yeah. So we agree on that. Yeah. And so I wasn't when I when I commented I wasn't against that. It was specifically that's not a bold new direction for a superhero. It's not a bold new direction. Okay. It really isn't. So and I'd like to see it if it went the next. Yes, I wanted it to go to the next level to be bold. Mm-hmm. Take on real injustice. Do it. Mm-hmm. So, go. You, is that something that you're going to be doing with this project? That you're you, well, I want to. I want to yeah. make that happen. But you know, comic books are. You got to get the right comic book folks, and then my friend, he's like, "Let's do it." He's a hundred, of course, the character who would be based on. Of course, that's easy for him to say, "Let's," do it. but yeah. but getting it together, getting the comic book, yeah. the artists, the writers. They, yeah. I'm a writer, so I can write it to, to some degree, but that's not really my genre of writing. Yes. I appreciate the comics, but there's a there are folks who, are, who who know that much better than I do. And what is tell me this because I'm kind of I'm just curious about like your life goal. Like, what do you want now? It's you're 55. What do you want at 60? I don't know. I, I learned uh, at the age of 26 to not answer those questions because I look back at what I said when they asked me then, and I'm like, what an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> the things I was the saying. The ceiling was so low. I was, like, yeah, I was like, what was I saying? I don't know. Yeah. I'm much more of a realist. I, what do I want? I want to be able to to continue working in the businesses that I work in. I expand all the time, doing different things all the time. Um, um, I want to keep expanding and, and trying new things and different things and and more prolific things. And I'd like to make a, a a difference in this world, a positive difference in this world. 
Um, and whatever, however that may manifest itself. Yeah. If it's in the film of, I mean, in the world of film and entertainment and television, so be it. And it has been thus far. Um, where, wherever it could be politics, it could be. I'm not. I don't politics. You know, the film industry is ugly and yeah. it's nasty. Politics is worse. Yeah. It's just awful. And yeah. the, there's the thing about that that, you know, you say the politics are like good men don't want to run, good women don't want to run because what happens? Mm-hmm. Anything you've ever done or said or you know, you, they, they come after you with your opposition research and say all these terrible things, whether they're true or not. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine just dropped out of a race because of stuff they said that was untrue, but, mm-hmm. and I thought he shouldn't have dropped out, but, uh, you know, I was like, you, you, don't let that, don't let that define you. Don't let mm-hmm. that, you have to define yourself, and that's what's going to happen in this business. Yeah. So I have no, another friend of mine just ran for a big office, and they try to dredge up all kinds of crazy stuff, and it's, it's ugly, and I get it, but that's politics. If I thought I could do something to be effective and make a difference to the positive, then I might do it. But I don't know that politics is my future or if it's still going to be filmmaking. And I mean, I just finished writing, producing, directing, starring in my first feature film that I love. And I'm just signing on to do another and just signed on to write another. So I'm kind of buried with, with that mm-hmm. kind of work for a while. And then these, mm-hmm. these films might become extremely successful and I may not be able to you know, just drop it all in. Well, I could drop it all and yeah. decide to dip. But I, I don't know. I don't know where I'll be in five years, but I want, I'm, I want to be... Uh, a happy and productive member of society. <laughs> uh, last question I'll ask you is... That's it? We're almost over? Yeah. We didn't even get into half of the good stuff. Oh, well, we can do more. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to take up too much of your time. No. I guess then the next question is, um, if you had someone here, let's say it's from the January 6th, or let's say whatever you consider something to be violently, scarily racist against people who look like me. Uh, That's where we're going to start. You know, okay. if you could imagine that, what would you say to that person? Like that person wants to have an audience with Dean Kane. They're they're willing to listen to you for ten minutes, and you know that they have done some uh, violent act or have violent views towards black people, et cetera. Well, I think what that, would you uh, say I, to them? That's that? uh, I would say that they are. Well, I, I would worry that they're either mentally ill, mm. <laughs> or or that they have just never been educated in any way, shape, or form, or educated incorrectly. Because to me. Any sort of racism is ignorance. Mm. I mean, that's just the way it is. And would you want opinion. them to have the opportunity to change? Of course. And so do you think, I mean, have you ever thought about like, because you have this voice that reaches people, whether you believe or agree with me, your voice does reach a group of people who are violent and who are dangerous to Well, uh, that's your opinion. I don't know who, I don't know who those violent or dangerous people are. I'm not are. saying it's all of them. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying it does reach it just like mine does. Oh uh, yeah. Anybody's I'm, voice I'm saying reaches whoever the they are, if they hear me, yeah. don't be violent, don't yeah. be racist. Yeah. That would be my number one tenet up front. Yeah. That's, to me, that's like insane. Yeah. That's crazy because yeah. I can't imagine that as a normal human being like thinking in those terms like being a regular person how you want to be violent towards somebody or racist towards them. I just don't get it. It doesn't exist in me. I understand, listen, I understand certain things. Like I, I don't see color as a police officer or as a regular vigilant human being but I can see criminal pretty fast. You have three guys walking on a street. I can see them walking on the street how they look around what they're doing and know okay those are just regular folks doing whatever. And I can also see the three people looking sketchy. And I go, hmm, I'll keep my eye on them. And that's just learned behavior. Mm-hmm. That's nothing to do with color, creed, how, how they dress. With it should have some, can have something to do with it. But you pay attention. If you're vigilant and you look at people and you check out people, which I do all the time. And as an actor, you do it all the time because that's who you, that's where you learn behavior and things as an, as an actor. Got it.
No, I did. <laughs> it's um, been this net. It's just one little net. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got to explain that. Um, but but uh, I can I can see that. But I don't I don't look at it as because someone's a, a color or a sex or whatever that that's I'm going to just immediately pigeonhole them. So anybody who feel, feels like that, I think they need to be, you know, educated. And I, I just, I just, I don't get it. I mean, I was a kid. A friend of mine said to me, "I have an older brother. He's two years older, but looks exactly the same size as me and everything." Growing up, and he was two years older. He didn't like that, by the way. His little brother kept being the same size. Yes. But um, he said to me, "Oh, uh, Frank's sister asked if those two Chinese kids moved out." And I was like, "What? What Chinese kids?" He's like, "You." you know, I'm like, Dude, "I'm Jap- I'm part Japanese. I didn't even see that anybody ever saw me as that either. I never even was. I wasn't even aware of it." You know, ignorance is bliss in that sense. I just kind of cruised around, and I was, whatever. My, my I have extreme sense of optimism. My father thinks that's my strongest trait, mm-hmm. and I really do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go away, even at fifty-five. Which you, you know, it's not old, but it's not you know. old. No. <laughs> you say that's it. It's, it's not old at all. Uh, I don't feel old. Let's put it that way. No, but not at all. but I but I but I I do believe that that. It's, it's that any sort of racism or that violence, that desire for violence or something is based out of insecurity, fear, and lack of education. And I think that the more we can do to educate people, and I don't, and I don't see, I don't make race a thing. Like, I, I, I don't make race a thing. It isn't a thing. My two god kids are 10 years old, mixed race. Yeah. I wouldn't think twice about, uh, I don't think they have any less opportunity. In fact, they have more because of my stature, mm-hmm. because of my where I where I sit economically and, and, and job-wise, what they're exposed to, the travel they're exposed to, that sort of thing. These yeah. kids have as much opportunity, more opportunity than almost anybody I've ever met. But that's not because, uh, it's in spite of their race, rather. It has than, nothing to do with their race. It's just because of right, their station. Right, but if they were by themselves, and I don't know what they look like or how they identify or anything like that, but if they were by themselves, you understand, again, what you've just described is privilege. If I was by myself, growing up as a young man, without a dad, I'm adopted. Yeah. So if I was by myself, there ain't no privilege in that whatsoever. Yeah, but privilege, I, I privilege think you're is catching a, the, the wrong note of what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, when you're describing this world where there's no color and there's, you know, you don't think about it. I'm not it. saying, I'm you saying that's my world. Well, I'm saying that's your world. And that's how I think the world should be. You don't have to think about it because it's not, not necessarily. People say it did when I was Japanese. They said it, that, that affected me all the time. People would say that, but I wouldn't let it affect me. Yeah. I just didn't, I refused to go along with that. Yeah. You know, I was in high school. I was the only white player they thought, but I was Asian who touched the football. Yeah. Everyone else was black. And they were like, Dino, Dino's the white knight. So there was a little side going, white knight, do this, and like stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't think twice about it. I wasn't thinking that I was white or I was Asian. There was actually one other kid, an Asian kid, who, who touched the football. But that was it. But no, no white players on that, on that particular team touched the ball. But I didn't think twice about it. I, I was, it was more, not more that I was Asian or white. It was more that I was from Malibu and these kids were from Santa Monica. That was our bigger distinction. I mean... That was our bigger distinction. Malibu versus Santa Monica. Yeah, but I grew up in a trailer. You understand? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I lived in Malibu, but I grew up in a trailer. You know, it wasn't like I was high. And I just happened to have, you know, I was able to walk to the beach. Stuff like that. We didn't have yeah. stuff growing up. I wasn't wealthy growing up in any way, yeah. shape, or form. But I, I was a football player. Once we were on that field or in that locker room, we're all exactly the same. And that's how I grew up as an athlete. So I don't, I don't. So I, if, I, if I grew up that way, and most of my friends are black, and still today it sounds like a lot of your friends are black or Hispanic or et cetera, I would want them to feel protected and not scared and not you know, film uh, mortal danger living in this country. My friends don't. 
None of your friends, not one friend does. You, you say because they haven't told you. That's the reasoning. Well, they we talk about these it. things all the time. We'll talk about any event or anything that happened. But I, I, and they all are just like, yeah, man, we're just totally good. We feel like no, I think nothing. some people are aware that there's racism. They'll feel it or say things. And yeah. I mean, like I'm a police officer who recruited me to be a police officer. It was a black officer. You know, yeah, I didn't think twice about it. And, and we don't. And as you're when you're an officer, it ain't even color that you see. They're going, we see behavior. We see it's, it's a little bit of both. Just right now, there's the, these text messages, another group of text messages that have come out of a police station where they're exchanging racist texts talking about people for, for months and months and months. So That's, it, it, that's it never exists. a good thing. Yeah, if it exists. Now, sometimes there's that gallows humor that exists within military and within police officers and within surgeons and things like that. There, there is a gallows humor that is uncouth and things that, that you know, when you share jokes between friends and things like that. Some, I'm not saying that's what this is, mm-hmm. but I have seen that within jokes. But they're happening within, you know, an Iranian guy, a Japanese guy, a black guy, and a, you know, and a gay woman. You know what I mean? It's like you have this whole United Where, Nations. What does people. that exist in the real world? Because in my in I my mean, in my circle of friends. Well, th- th- do they have the authority to pull somebody over that group that you just described to pull someone over? To well, have their lives of that hands. group, which aren't all police officers, only one of them was a police officer. Yeah, so that's where it becomes. And that dangerous. was, and that's a black man. But you see how it becomes dangerous. No, you don't see it. Okay. I don't see how that becomes dangerous. That's that, they're, that, if that they're making jokes. That there's these people with this power, and how do you know everyone's intent, their internal intent? Like you seem well, to be a very optimistic person I am. who wouldn't hurt a fly, literally, no, except I, for this gnat that's I would hurt someone trying to hurt mine, believe right. me. I'm a but football you wouldn't player. go out I'm there gr- and like, somebody's walking down, you go, I'm going to punch him in the face. No, no, I don't know so, a single officer who feels that way. Not one. But, but a lot of what And if I did find an officer who felt yeah, that way, yeah. they're gone. Yeah. Uh, we're, I'm turning that person well, in. Well, you need to go on a little trip around the country because a lot of officers... I, I believe it exists. You believe no. it exists. Okay. Sure, I believe yeah. it exists, and I think it's awful. Yeah. And bad officers should be drummed out. There's yeah. stain on the profession, yeah. stain on the badge. It's awful, yeah. 100%, yeah. terrible. Yeah. And But here's the thing. Within a department, you know who those people are. Yeah. I mean, people know. You okay. know. If you're with a group... You know, I'm, a, I'm on teams all the time, right? I grew mm-hmm. up on teams. And you know who's what. Because yeah. you, you're with them, and you're like... Eh, so and so, he's a little bit this, or she's a little that. You know, because you just spend the time around him, you know. And and there there are there are people that you are just aware that are so you can say something about it, yeah. and you should. And I encourage people to do that. There needs to be a process to remove those people. My police chief in Pocatello, Idaho, wouldn't take that for a second. Yeah. Wouldn't take it for a second. And so that's good that there are some people within the organization who can root some of these people out. There are lots. But of outside of the organization, if I'm if I'm driving a car, my brother is you know his, who has been tased several times for no good reason by the Dallas Police Department, and I've been tased has, been, has been held at gunpoint because mm-hmm. he fit the description. Moments later, after being put on the ground, surrounded by uh, automatic weapons, was told... No, oh, he, wasn't sur- he wasn't surrounded by automatic weapons. Okay. He wasn't. So that's what you want to pinpoint of this... No, no I'm just saying, I'm going to correct har- you there. harrowing story no, I want to I will tell. make that point. That was incorrect. Yeah. So but he may have been... Those things might have happened, but he wasn't surrounded there's by... There's interesting, like, um, no, uh, what, semantics what, what, that you... That no, you that's point. not semantics. You mischaracterized the weapon that was pointed at him. Okay, so my brother, who was surrounded by guns yes. by police officers... Awful. Well, they were not semi-automatic. I got that wrong. They were semi-automatic. Oh, they were. So you're saying he wasn't... Surrounded by automatic is what you said. I don't believe I said automatic. You did. Okay. You can hear it back. But here's the thing. 
But that, what, why does that? Uh, my question is, why does that matter? I haven't. Even well, because I'm a, I, I, because Second Amendment, and, I'm a, and I know my weapons to some degree. Automatic weapons aren't allowed. So it's okay that he was surrounded by semi-automatic. No, you were characterizing the police as having automatic weapons, and I'm telling I, you, they don't. It's just a matter of me not knowing the terminology. Yeah, but that's a big deal because they talk about gun bans and banning automatic weapons, which are already banned. Yeah. That's, so the semi-automatic, yes. the ones that could kill him instantly. Any gun can kill you instantly. But here's the thing. He got misidentified as being someone who looked like uh, someone who they were, they were currently after. Yes. And that is an unfortunate... Who turned out to be nothing like him except for black. And that's an unfortunate, unfortunate position. But I would say to him and to anybody ever getting pulled over, and it's the same thing that I do, and it's what I teach my son, it's what I teach my grandkids, it's what I teach my, my parents, my mom, anybody. You get pulled over by a police officer. Pull over, comply. I roll all my windows down in my car. I put my hands at 10 and 2, my fingers extended, on the steering wheel. And if they ask for anything, for I see your license registration, I say it's in my glove compartment. May I reach for it, sir? Everything I do is because I know these police officers that are coming up. And so often, they're terrified. The police officers are scared because someone comes up and they go, what are you doing? Someone just goes, bang, 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 and shoots them. I've seen 100 videos of it. So I worry about it as a police officer as well. So if you if you dealt with it that way, if I, which is exactly how I deal with it, and I was pulled over just recently, my hands went up on the steering wheel. I rolled all. It was at night. I rolled. It was an unfamiliar area in Las Vegas. I rolled all my windows down, put my hands up on the steering wheel, turned my dome light on inside, so he could see. And I and I, I addressed him as sir, yes sir, no sir. Asked he asked you know where I was from, and I was speeding in an area that I didn't know, and I handled it that way. My son has been pulled over. Same thing. Same thing. I tell my godson, anybody else. Well, There's a way to handle it very carefully. Let me let me answer that two ways. One is that this was not him being pulled over. He was walking outside of a of a grocery store, mm-hmm. minding his own business, and was immediately surrounded by police cars. Terrible. So there was no chance for him to be served. He could put his hands out wide. And and he did. There was nothing he did that he shouldn't have done. He did everything right, and he didn't get killed, thankfully. Of course. But that's not... You're not going to get killed if you comply. But that's... First of all, that's not true. It is. is, You talk about semantics. That is not true. I don't don't agree with that. You're not going to get killed if you... If you comply. So you... If he, I think there's nothing you, you're going to do. I'm, I'm going to say I'm a, I am a police officer. You are, and I think you're you're probably one of the good ones. But let me I tell think you something. I think most are good. I also believe, and I'm saying this with all the love in my heart, I believe you see the world for, uh, through a lens that has that is privileged and that is not the reality of so many people around you. I disagree with humans. you. I know you disagree with me. That's, my, I'm saying. <laughs> That's the whole point of this. But I am a police officer. I live this. I know you and live, if you comply, you live that how are you going to get killed if you comply? How, how does it happen anyway? How does it happen all the time? They fight. You don't. You fight a police officer. You're you're already causing trouble. You're already in a position. You're you, if you just there's comply. Video, there's video and test and eyewitness testimony of people getting shot and killed while they're handcuffed with their hands behind their back. Just give me that's murder. Yes, it is. So that happens. To, so the second, that's murder. The second thing I was going to say. That's murder. And they should be prosecuted and, and tried for murder. The second thing. I, what I mean. We, I don't even know if we should get into uh, 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 George Floyd because... George Floyd should have complied. He should have complied? He should have complied. And what that guy so sitting the, on his back for that time was horrible. He wasn't if sitting I were on his back. Officer, no, you were the big, guy sitting big, on his neck. You're a like, big fan of words yeah. being correct. He did not sit on his back. The main guy sat on his neck. It was on his neck and his back. I know there where it was people. and he could breathe. I, I know. And those officers should have stopped him. You think he could have breathed? Why, you why can't is he speak, dead? If you can't speak. Listen, he's dead. Why is he, he dead? Massive amount of drugs in his system and that guy was on his neck. Awful. Man, do you have security? 
I'm being so serious. I, I don't mean. I am serious. I am. I can say whatever. This is the First Amendment. I can you, say anything. I don't mean like you, you can't ask me my opinion. I didn't what say you can't. I'm you just did saying, say you can't. But I'm saying that's like, my opinion. Um, you gotta my, understand. My intent is sort of like, how do you? You truly believe that that it. That, I that, truly that believe man, if George Floyd had complied, he wouldn't be dead. Uh, do I think the officer was wrong? Yes. And where is he? He's in jail for murder. And you think that's correct? I think it is correct that he's in jail for murder. Yeah, I think I, I don't know that he intended to murder the guy. I don't know. I can't be in his heart. But I, if I were an officer on this on scene there now, if I were if I saw that happening, I would have I would have pulled him off the off the off the guy. Yeah, that would have been what I would have done. That's just what we're. That's also how I was trained. Mm. So that's what I would have done. Could what could one of your things as a police officer be to go around to different police departments? and train better. Well, I do. Hoist Gracie happens to be one of my fellow reserve police officers who's a jujitsu. I mean, he's the, he's like the, maybe the greatest fighter in MMA history, mm. you know, and, 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 and Hoist will subdue you very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so do you, you, see, you see the impact that would have if you, if you spoke at these, I do speak at these all the time. Yeah. I do that. Do this all the time. Do you see the impact? Do you see it? I do. I'm, sit, the- I'm sitting next to Hoist. I go, we go talk, I go talk all over the country. Mm-hmm. At different departments all the time. That's part of what I do. And, do you and talk about training. About I train with them. Anti-racism, or do you just talk to them about? You know, I, I don't. I how don't. Do you uh, anti-racism. It? I don't think racism is the biggest problem in our police departments. I don't see it when I'm there. I don't yeah. see it because again, the, our, 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 our my reserve group, a Brazilian, Japanese dude, black dude, a Jewish yeah. guy. I mean, we're yeah. we're a mishmash, and none of us. We, th- there's none of that. Yeah. Do you? I'm gonna ask you a question. It's gonna throw you off a little bit. Do you? Believe, Maybe. Do you believe in God? I do. You can't see God, can you? Nope. So you believe that He exists, or that it exists, or He exists, he but exists. you can't see Him. Correct. So I'm telling you, face to face, human to human, that racism does exist. Listen, we've and already been through this. I can't I, see it. That's baloney. I said racism exists. Yeah. I'm saying within my officers, I don't see racism. You don't see. You don't. Th- you said you don't think it's the biggest problem in police. Yeah, I'm but you just told that. me that you uh, like racism. Like I like I believe racism doesn't exist. That's crazy. And I'm somebody yeah. who has been yeah. been. But you don't think that it was uh, motivated. January 6th or racism motivated January 6th yeah. no you don't think racist what do you think it was I think it was extremists on the right who wanted to to change an election and do you you know we haven't even talked we haven't even started talking about COVID should we even dare should we even dare I, I, I mean is there is uh, I, I, I'm an open book I will talk about anything let's talk about this please, for a minute because I, I t- again the same way I wanted you to wanted to hear from you what you thought of all these other things. I want to hear first your baseline. What do you think of? Um, do you believe the COVID is real? Do I, of course, I've lost friends to COVID. Okay, and do you are you a, a fan of people getting vaccinated? I'm vaccinated. I didn't I'm, ask you. <laughs> I uh, said, are you a fan? Like, do you? That's their you, business. Oh, so you think it's like a pro-choice situation? I believe the, that if people want to get the vaccination. They should get the vaccination. I don't believe it should be mandated. I'm anti-mandate. Yeah, anti-mandate. And then you are yourself. Do you believe that if you, because I'm, I'm assuming that you, when you go on these film sets and stuff like that, they, they tell you you have to be vaccinated? I don't think they can say you have to be, but I am vaccinated, so I, I don't. Was there something that motivated you? On my film set, what I just finished, yeah. people did not have to be vaccinated. But what motivated you to get vaccinated then? Uh, my, my own safety and security. So you believe that the science of it works? Do I believe the science? I, I don't believe the science is a hundred percent. I mean, Pfizer says they don't want to deliver all their their information about the vaccines and 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 all of their studies 
for 75 years, I think that is mighty suspect. Did you see that yesterday? No, I haven't seen Yeah, that. that's a little suspect to me. Yeah. But uh, I believe, listen, so I have asthma, so uh, that's one co- possible comor- comorbidity that I would have. I, I, I'm not diabetic, I'm not overweight, I don't have these other issues, so I'm not worried about those things. Um, it's got a high survival rate anyway, but because I have asthma, to me, and it's a respiratory illness, I wanted to make sure I was vaccinated. That was my choice. Yeah. Whether you're vaccinated or not, doesn't bother me because yeah. if even if you were vaccinated, yeah. doesn't mean you can't catch and or transmit COVID. It just sure. means that you're sure it'll be less I, for you. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I appreciate that. I, I guess I'm just wanting to make sure again that I understand. So you got vaccinated because my own self, your health, person, and security. yeah, your own safety and security, which me would has to mean that you believe that there is some protection. Yeah, I believe from there is. the vaccine. Absolutely. And so the people who aren't getting vaccinated, not because they're, maybe they've called it a hoax, or maybe they've said that it's it, it's something that's driven by politics or by money or greed. Do you, I know you're a pro-choice, and that's cool, but are you saying to yourself internally, I wish they'd get vaccinated just because they'd be more protected and I want them to be safer? No, I'm not concerned about, I mean, I, my mom, I wish my mom would get vaccinated. Yeah, she hasn't. She won't. My dad is. And I wanted him to get so vaccinated. So that's, that's what the kind of thing I'm talking about. So your mom isn't, but you're... I wish she was, because I think that, that if she were to catch it, I think it could be deadly for her. And I'm worried about that. Yeah. And so... It, and I do believe that a vaccine would help her. Yeah, because yeah. it's certain... But my brother doesn't believe that. You know, and yeah. other members of my family don't. I can't... I'm not going to be able to convince yeah. them one way or the other. But I don't believe it should be mandated. I believe people should have that choice. And your mom has the choice, and she's not getting it. And... So that feeling, that's interesting because I can tap into that feeling. That feeling of, like, it, I'm pro-choice, but I wish my mom would get it. By the way, if I convince my mom to get it too early on, and she thankfully has been able to do it. But that feeling is how a lot of people feel in general of mass and vac- vaccines for their fellow human and for themselves and saying, well, you know, because it's not just your mom getting vaccinated, it's the people around her. Mm-hmm. That could give it to her. Mm-hmm. And you want that? Just that added layer. Well, of having having a, being vaccinated doesn't stop that. It doesn't stop it completely. It doesn't but it stop makes it. It, it, does, it makes it. We don't a, know. We don't know. There is a but layer, like science. We don't know. Tells us. You, a lot don't of use things. the science thing. Like if I don't believe that, I'm a science no, no, denier. No, I'm not we saying you're a science denier. I'm saying no, that but science, I'm saying is lo- science it's like logic, right? But science doesn't give it to us. There's no study. There's history. There is no study that is saying that works. There is no scientific study. That you cannot cite to me a scientific study that says if you're wearing a mask, if you're wearing a mask within an area around this person, mm-hmm. again, I, I wear a mask. I have it all the time. I do yeah, all the I things. I will point out again that Dean was wearing a mask in the elevator. Uh, yeah, when I met him. Yes. but 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 there's no scientific study that's going to say that that's going to stop it. What about forget science? What about data? So the data. The, they, of, we, we don't have the data. We do. We no, do. we don't. I'm going to tell you if you give me a second. We do have it. <laughs> Because we have, we're able to look at different cities and towns and watch them over a several week period. And where there are mandates for masks, there are fewer uh, transmission uh, reports. And where they're not, they're, they go up. So I don't believe that. Show me that data. You don't believe it? No. Okay, I'll look it up and show you something at some point after this. I may, I, I, and I may send, send one back that refutes that. That's my point. Ref- yeah. Refuse that exact so, point. So then my question becomes... Again, I'm not against masks or vaccinations. I'm against mandates. Mandates, like you know, one my my favorite television show is General Hospital. It really is. It's my <laughs> favorite awesome. show. I've been watching it for thirty years. That's so. awesome. That's crazy because you're just, only thirty years old. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and see, that's why Dean's my my buddy. <laughs> so, did you hear about what happened with their set at all? No. 
So they, it's on ABC and it's distributed by Prospect Park. And they didn't have a mandate. And then several of the actors said, we need a mandate or we won't come on set. So they created a mandate because more people wanted to not. Two of the biggest stars on the show were uh, left the show, mm-hmm. like let go of the show, refused to get the, let go from the show, but mm-hmm. refused to get the, mm-hmm. and one of them, who is originally Australian and has lived in Hawaii and the U.S. for years, he was way outspoken about it. I mean, he cussed people out, he said it was ridiculous, didn't think it's right. His it's children, also his living, too. Yeah, exactly. His, both they just of took them, away their, their... Both of them cited their livelihood. And the other mm-hmm. one was much more... Um, it is still very conservative about it, but much more like a graceful and said, you know, I wish this weren't the case. I wish I don't think it should affect our livelihoods, but I hope I can come back one day when they change their minds or mm-hmm. something to that effect, or when we don't need the mandate or something. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm, I'm crushed because I'm a general hospital fan that these people are off my show, but you, you work on set with people mm-hmm. and it's close quarters. I do it every day. Yeah. So don't you I mean you got the thing because you have asthma you don't you want to live mm-hmm. for another 55 years mm-hmm. right so I hope so That'd yeah be 110. That'd I be bet you by the big, time we get there I think so possible. I yeah. think so. so I do plan on going over 100 don't you want people around you kind of vaccinated too or do you just not believe it that doesn't gonna, make a difference you, why does it make a difference um, I mean they just they'll in get, your body but not someone be, else because, uh, if you get back basically the idea behind the vaccination from what I've been able to and I interviewed Dr. Fauci myself 22 months ago when it first started. Yeah. Um, The vaccination won't stop you from catching or being able to transmit the virus. You're saying it won't stop you at all? Like there's no protection? No, I didn't say there's no protection. I'm saying it won't stop you. You you get the vaccination, you're not 100%. It's not 100%, but there's a percentage. There is. Well, it isn't that there's not a percentage that you won't get it. Really what it's about is you get it and you won't get Super deathly sick. ill yeah, yeah. but it doesn't mean you won't get it and it doesn't mean you can't transmit it so if that were if it, if it stopped you from getting it or transmitting it i get it but it doesn't so making a mandate in there doesn't make sense to me it's for the individual like you get it it's because you're going to be protecting your, yourself if you get it you can't so, you having the vaccination right yeah. now doesn't mean you're not able to doesn't mean you don't currently have covid yeah. or currently can't spread it not myself either yeah but so you're saying that a, it doesn't stop it at all. It doesn't slow it down at all. It doesn't I didn't say it's, you, 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 no, no, I said it doesn't stop you from being able to get it. That's you can what still contract about. it I'm and the, you can still spread it. I don't know the numbers for what that would be. But there is a protector. So two people who are not vaccinated, having, you know, close proximity, the percentage, the, the, the uh, what's the word, probability of them, someone passing it, is higher than two people who are vaccinated. Show, show me that study. So you're saying, so I'm saying I without don't, the study being able to show you the study, you're saying that your thought of that is that, that, that they're equally as probable. As far as I know. Okay. So that's where also I don't agree because I think. But there is no study studying that I believe you, there are. I don't think so. I think, I think we're going to be just texting each other. We're going to have a study. Here's your study. Here's your study. Here's, study. Here's, my study. Here's my study. We'll be like the Superman. Uh, not the Superman. The, the, uh, we can do Superman. What is the one? Um, <laughs> the uh, Spider-Man. But what are your, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man? Is, is, uh, I like Spider-Man. I think I think Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man of all time. Oh, really? I really think he and is. What are your thoughts on like other Superman like movies? Do you ever watch them? I watch like, them all. With popcorn, you like, I could... No, they all had different incarnations of what we did on Lois and Clark. Lois Mm -hmm. and Clark was Lois, was the first name in the thing. So uh, this is 93. So she drove the story and she was the one. And Clark was the other character. And Superman was the disguise that he put on 
in yeah. order to be able to do things. So yeah. we had a totally different incarnation that people don't look at and go, now they would be like, oh my gosh, a strong yeah. woman. But we did that without making that a, a, an issue. Yeah. It was there. And I mean, like even the movie I just direct, wrote, produced and directed and starred in, it's really about female empowerment. But you, would, but you hear the story and you're not thinking about that up front. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the whole message. Do you still talk to Terry Hatcher? All the time, yeah. It, what are, do you know her political views? You don't have to. Mm, no. You don't know what they are? You don't talk no, about No, we that. don't talk politics. She doesn't call you up and say, I just heard you talking about the COVID vaccine. I wish she this would. This is my Go opinion ahead. of it. I, would, I welcome that. Yeah. Again, I welcome conversation. It's why I sat down with you. I didn't know you from Adam when nope. I got in the thing. And you said, I do this thing. And we don't agree politically. And I love yeah. to have the conversation yeah. because I don't think we're diametrically opposed at all. Yeah. And I, I really don't. I consider you a... A, a, a very smart, thoughtful person who has opinions that I would love to engage with. And I, lo- I love that. Same thing I do when I'm making a movie. If I'm, I'm directing the movie and I wrote it and I'm producing it and I have an idea for this to happen and all of a sudden you're like, well, what if we blah, 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 blah. And that's a better idea. I'm like, damn, hmm. best idea wins. Hmm. Great. So if you have an opinion on something that I disagree with and we talk it through and your opinion is better than mine, mm-hmm. yeah. guess who's going to change an opinion? Yeah. Uh, the, to close out the General Hospital thing, oh. the, the one who was more graceful he, that's Steve Burton, who plays Jason. Oh, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I just love him. Everybody knows who, that listens that I love John Hospital. Um, his best friend, and who has, he has, they have a podcast together. His best friend does not agree with him at all. Uh-huh. That's so, great. Yeah, and they so they had a really cool podcast episode after he left to say we're still friends. We're still going to do this podcast. We're still going to do shows together. We just don't agree. And he kind of had the same opinion. I think you and Steve would have an interesting conversation. I'd be a little afraid for you to have a conversation with Ingo because he is so heated right now. Um, but Steve, I think, would be interesting. I'll tell you what, let me go back to the, what you said about that, too. So some of the actors said, you know, they got together and said, well, if people aren't going to do this, we're going to walk. Yeah. What I would have done if I was running that show was, I would have yeah. said, then you walk. Yeah. And that's what I would have said. Well, that no, goes no, back to your, it goes back to your, the, the, your mom. It goes back to, like, they want to protect themselves and the people around, and they have to go back to homes, and they don't want I get it. Ec- and they believe that the vaccine will help them. So they help them personally. Be, I don't think it helps with the transmission. It's almost like smoking. Like, do you smoke? No. If I, if I were to light up right here, would you say, would you say anything to me? If I were to light up right here and start no. smoking in your face? I, I live in Spain for 20 years. <laughs> okay, Girl, if you, if you spend some time in yeah. Europe, they're all smoking yeah. all the time. I wouldn't say a word. I'd probably sit over there because I don't want yeah. to smoke. Again, I have asthma, so for me... So, you have yeah. asthma. so yeah. if if I came in here and I'm smoking and I'm working on a set with you and every day and the director... You can't smoke on sets. But just, you know, roll with me. Kind I've got of, you. I'm just like an analogy. They do in Bulgaria, it's, man, right <laughs> on the set. Well, <laughs> I'm like, damn. So the thing is... It's almost like that, like that person who feels vulnerable to or susceptible to getting sick, who themselves have gotten vaccinated, who say, I want to... If they're vaccinated, they're all right. They want to say that I want to work in an environment where I am safe and... You're no more safe if the other people are vaccinated than if they're not. So that's just something we don't agree on. Yeah. Straight up don't agree on. I'd love to hear the medical consensus. If you saw it, if you saw it and you believed it, like if you saw it and you saw I have to see a, more than one, one. If you saw from a source or two, two sources. Maybe, you, maybe even five. So it would take five it reputable might. sources for you to believe uh, Listen, it. science is about, science is a very clear cut thing. You should be able to replicate what happens over and over and over again. That's science. If sure. one thing so happens if I here, sent you happens. five and they're from what you consider a good source. And I couldn't find any on the other, I would believe you. And, you would, so and I ha- couldn't find any that refuted what you're can saying. You, can you think of something recently that your, where your mind was changed? Oh, hell no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, just kidding. Like, he was looking at me. He said that with a straight face. I was about to. That's a cut yeah, like, That next sound you hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I can't think of anything up front, but my mind changes all the time. I mean, like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm about learning and talking and discussing and getting into it. Yeah. I love that. Different perspective on different things all yeah. the time. I think it's. I think that's well, healthy, and we should all be more open to having those conversations. Like I said earlier, I'll never know if this happens, but I would just encourage you to ask a couple. And again, don't let it be one. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I would just encourage you to... Let's see. We have two going here. It's like it's like It's a small train. Yes. You're on a train track without we hiding the stakes. <laughs> I would be quite interested in, in any when you do this survey, if you do it, please make sure there's at least one woman that surveyed who is a woman of color sure. in your friend group, and say and, and ask them outright and tell them it's a safe space to answer and that you're they just don't simply need, curious. They, my friends, any space with me is, is what a I'm quote, say, safe space. What I'm that. saying to you though is not to make the assumption. Because you might be that you may be the 18 guy who somebody might say, I don't want to rock the boat. Let me. He he's never said to me that it, he's never blatantly said to me that I can say what I feel here. No, this no, is I don't buy that for a second. My friends, I know, everybody this, I know, no. But a lot of no. this is about what you don't believe today. No, I'm not buying I'm that. Saying, I'm telling you, anybody around me knows me. Who they know me, they know they can speak their mind freely. How do you know? Because that, we what we, other we discuss that know. stuff all the time. My friends, who are my friends, who know me, so we talk about... So every single one of your friends who is a woman or a person of color feels nothing about January 6th being uh, 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 dangerous to them. No, no. And no one that I've ever spoken to... About it. ...has brought it up or thought that that was a thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. They may not want what I'm to saying, bring what I'm, it up. What I'm saying is I don't need to tell them that they're in a safe okay. space and they can tell me because okay. they already know that. Fair enough. We'll wait for this again. Yeah. Makes you wonder what that was, doesn't it? Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> I can't quite figure it out. But um, no, 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 no one's ever brought it up to me. It up, so that's what I'm but saying. I would bring. I would love to discuss. I, I will. I will discuss openly anything. Yeah. So I would be curious if you and, and, and listen out for it to see if maybe maybe there's somebody who surprises you. Because I had this meeting a few years ago with this guy in New York. I'm not from here, but I was meeting here, and. Because I, I work in um, venture capital and I've sh- changed sort of the. I saw that. I saw you. I, I, yeah. I was very impressed, by the thank way. You. I didn't have a clue about any of that yeah, when I met th- this woman in the elevator. In the elevator, <laughs> you still say yes. I, I have to give you that. I 100. So I had this conversation, and he. Well, was, also, it's because the way you asked was very straightforward. Yeah. And it was very open, and all, and I was like. Yeah. That's an intelligent yeah. young woman I think who, people, I, who I want to, I'm going I'm to spar with in a minute. So yes. let's, let's, let's. I think people online who only know me online think I'm just like hype all the time and I'm just going to come at you and yell at you. I'm, I'm extremely open to conversation all, right, that's, all day long. And I commend you for that because that's how it should be. This, this is the thing I preach to everybody yeah. all the time. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. So I, was, I had this meeting. It was with an investor. He was a white male. He was probably in his 30s. As, I, as was I at the time. Bless you guys for being in your 30s talking about investing. <laughs> and he said, and he said something, he said, now, Arlen, because I invest in women, people of color, LGBTQ, those are the three main categories. And he said, Arlen, I understand LGBTQ because we need a leg up, you know, not getting their fair shake. And I understand people of color because obviously this country has its issues. But women, women, uh, 
the world I live in, you know, women get a fair shake. And I literally looked around the room and I said, what world do you think we're in? <laughs> because it was so far removed from my experience and the experience of so many women that I know. And that's a little bit of the vibe. It's not far from my experience, though. Yeah. My bosses have been women all the time. My directors are women. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, You're, my, you, my experience. You see I've seen the other side, though. You yeah. understand? I travel. Yeah. I mean, I'm everywhere from Moscow to London. I've lived in Spain for 20 years. You want yeah. to talk about a patriarchal society? You want to talk about Spain, yeah. okay? Well, I, mean, you I don't talk live these places. in Spain on purpose. I, yeah, I'm just I saying, but I mean, I travel US. everywhere, so I see yeah. it. Eastern Europe, man, you want to talk about inequality and racism and stuff there. Absolutely, Ooh. that's why I'm not there right now. You see, Woo. I'm here and I have to navigate this space. I'm trying to say, yeah, I'm with you and you're, yeah. and you're, you're navigating it very well, by the way. Thank you. But it's, it's hard earned and it's every day there's a, there's a there's struggle. There is pain. There is. Um, there well, that's is, just life. <laughs> that is life. But I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm struck by your, your the way that you've expressed yourself to me says, because I didn't experience it myself, it must not be true. That is not what I've said. That that's is how, absolutely that's not how you incorrect. Said it. It's how it, it does. It is how it comes across sometimes. If you were a small Mexican man and had the same conversation with me in the in the elevator, yeah. I'd be sitting here talking to you. Um, what does it I, change? What I, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the, yeah. the larger point, which yeah. is, I'm open. Uh, to yeah. me, it doesn't matter who it is. So I'm not closed up. I don't put everybody in a category. Which is why it surprises me that your the things that are sort of like your ideals are are stringent a little bit. They're a little bit like this is how I feel about it. Rather than, but it's based. It's empirically based. I, this, I'm 55. I've been doing this for a long time. But you've I've been, been doing this it in your body. I've been as doing your it in, person exactly. Who, you've just admitted sometimes passes as white. Yeah, sure, in sometimes. The US. But that doesn't. That, that is not the basis for being white in the NFL. It makes you a minority. I know because I was white in the NFL. The first day I got there, I'm in the showers. I walked inside, and I won't say his name. He's a good friend. Of, he's a buddy of mine. Anyway, yeah. he walked in. He goes, "Hey, man." This is a black shower. Yeah. And I looked at him, and I stayed there, kept shouting. He goes, "What? Yeah. What? What are you? What? Do you, you ain't intimidated?" I'm like, "You're a wide receiver, man. I'm a defensive back. Uh-huh. You ain't throwing me out of here for nothing." Mm. And and he started laughing. He's like, "All right, you're gonna be yeah. okay." Yeah. But he did that. But 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 I've been the minority in situations all the time. I've been there and when I go to my friends' houses for for Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. I've sat around there, looked, and I was like, "Yo, man, I'm the only." non-black person here I didn't notice or sometimes I was, he was even Wait, told me tell me like, a situation where you've been a minority but it's because you've been Asian not because you've been a non-black person because talking about Asian, the I mean, only plans, non-black person well no that's that's what he said actually yeah but, but, but when have you been in a situation where you were surrounded by white people and my felt, whole life my whole oh, felt but, but kind of felt like nah, see, maybe I, that, somebody's judging me oh something. I know they were judged. I've known that a hundred times a thousand times where do you times. think that fortitude comes from to say I don't care what you my dad would say it came from uh, that it came to me naturally. That's what my dad would say. My brother wouldn't he wouldn't say the same what thing would about he say? him. My brother it, it bothered my brother. Oh. But I just it just never Why do you think that is? Have you ever, maybe because I'm ever, a second kid. Maybe because I'm a little little sometimes being naive works yeah. in your favor. Has your brother ever said to you 
you and I had two different experiences growing up, or oh sure, yeah. And do you? I mean, I don't know what your brother looks like. Does he look, looks just like me? Looks just like, but just he, a little smaller, not as good. Do looking, you believe but. him? Do you believe that he's had a different? Experience? You missed my joke. I'm sorry. What'd you say? What'd I you said say? he's a little smaller, not as good looking. Oh, okay. I'm Come so on. Sorry. Uh, do I believe what he said? Yes. I didn't think it was a joke. No, he, yeah. no, but he, uh, yeah, his experience is different than mine. You believe it? I believe it. Sure. And do you but believe a, but I think part of it is based on his personality too. Why is that? Because that things when they called me, you know, uh, sushi man, not Superman. Yeah. I laughed at it because I thought it was stupid, and I am smart enough in my in my, my I'm like that's just pathetic, and I feel bad for anybody who feels that way. Uh, I more pity them than feel bad for myself being singled out for being Asian mm-hmm. or part Asian or whatever I was. I mean, my given name is Tanaka. When I got adopted at age four. I changed it to my father. Not like I had a choice. Yeah. My name changed to Kane. Uh, online, people are like, yo, you trying to whitewash your Asian name. I'm like, I got adopted, you idiot. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't choose it at four years old. I'm not trying to whitewash anything. It's tattooed right here on my leg to know yeah. who I am or where I'm from and what, what, what that's about. But that's not... And your brother, did he ever talk about, uh, and you don't have to answer, but did he ever talk about any, any things that happened, any violence or something that happened mm-hmm. that makes him feel like it was a worse time for him. Not because he was Asian. Okay. I don't believe it, that that was the case. But has he said it? I, no, I he's never, he's never said that. He's no. never said it. But he, did, he does say to you... We had we different, experiences, different experiences. But I think that's more attributable to our personalities just being different. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not afraid to face you talk it. To him? Are you, you all the time. I see him all the time. I, I would again. I'm putting, giving you all this homework, but I would also be I would also be curious to see if something. Why are you giving? Happened. Like I'm older, I should be the professor. <laughs> Why are you giving me homework? <laughs> I just think it would be very interesting to find out from him if the reason he feels you didn't have the same experience was because something happened or some some more than one. You know, maybe he was singled out once uh, or twice for. I think the hardest the thing that happened to him was because he was alive. To remember us having our father, mm. and I think that's more the issue than anything. Mm. We want to start getting into that fathers yeah. and homes. That's yeah. a, that's subject I'll talk about all day long. Yeah, yeah. So it might. It's interesting, but okay. But you, you have that relationship with him, and sure, you know, I'm, know my, my, my family's man? very tight. You I do drink. Yeah, y'all have a couple of drinks and, and and get there. You know, he drinks wine. I drink tequila. Yeah, I'll drink wine on occasion. Though. Yeah. It's too sweet, though, for Maybe you switch. Switch up, have him get, drink tequila? Yeah. You that, would end, that, 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 would that, that would end early. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be asleep, yeah. and, I'd be, and I'd be on a sugar high. Okay. <laughs> My episode's usually under an hour, so All right. we close out. Close I'm going to ask out. you, is there anything you want to ask me or anything you want to make sure is said? Um, I, I'm, I'm sure that everybody knows your, your story yep. on your podcast. I yes. imagine they do. Yeah. What I would want to ask you... Um, which I, I'm sure you've answered this a hundred times, but since I haven't heard it, yeah. what are your top keys for success? If you're going to talk to a young person, black, white, green, yellow, mm-hmm. Asian, male, female, whatever, which I'm I sure do. you do. Yeah. What do you say are the things they do? I get this asked this question all the time, and I, and I teach at my son's university and filmmaking and things, but yeah. my whole, what I say, my motto for being success, successful in life is perseverance. Yeah. Persevere, go, go, go. You're going to hear no a hundred million times. You get knocked down seven times, get up eight. That is the key to success in my opinion. That's the number one piece of advice. What do you give uh, to the young folks? What what do you say is that? Uh, A few things, but I I do say that it is about um, uh, 
treating everyone equally, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 including yourself. True. Because I, I, what we what we can agree on is that uh, we all have a shot here. We all. It, I don't believe it's an equal shot when you start, but I do believe we do all have a shot. And in spite of all of the systemic things that we go through, and again, this is for anybody, because you know, you could be a white guy who grew up in a fluent com- uh, uh, household, but you could be five four and feel like you're being underestimated. We call it underestimated by our company. Like, you could feel like, in this space, I feel like people are looking at me in a different way, or I don't get the leg up because of this. And in spite of that, um, to, to press forward. So it's, I agree with the perseverance. That's, that's the, the key theme of my story, for sure. And then it's also using what you have the resources that you have. I say, you know, money attracts money. True. And if you don't have money, you have to become money. So you become the asset. You learn as much. Nobody can stop you from learning. Mm -mm. Nobody can stop you from however you learn. Even if you're not a great reader, you can audibly learn. You can watch videos. Nobody can stop the amount of information that gets into your head. And the more you know, the more valuable you are. And I've been in rooms where somebody's sitting next to me and they're a billionaire but they're asking me questions because I know more about the topic than they Sure. Do. And that's valuable to them. It is. And that's what got me into all the rooms that I get into. Well done. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. And I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with 100% with what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, wrap it up and go back to that original uh, Superman picture on my wall. <laughs> my little wall of fame. It was you. It was Joy Lawrence. Now I'm gay. Hey. So Back then, I must not have understood the assignment because <laughs> there was no women on there. But there was Dean King and Joy Lawrence <laughs> and Tyrese. Oh, Tyrese! Yeah. Listen, yeah. I might have, I might even have a picture yeah. of Tyrese on my wall. That's a good looking man. He's a good looking. I can't, I can't I can't argue with that. But it's uh, it has been a pleasure talking to you, and I know you're gonna continue to be both understood and misunderstood. Sure. Both are gonna have some things are gonna happen because you said them. Some things are gonna happen because you. you you didn't say that, uh, but I do appreciate your willingness to talk through it. I think the answer to that being misunderstood is more conversation and more dialogue. Sure, sure. Okay. All right. All right. Hope you start a podcast if you haven't already. No, I'm not going to do a podcast, but I got a new show coming up probably that I'll be doing where I, where I sit down with people like this yeah. for about an hour yeah. and just talk about life and their situations. Will you do me a favor? Yeah. Any cha- time you have a chance to positively influence someone who might be going the wrong path and might be wanting to do harm to others, can you please use that superpower? Oh, in a heartbeat. I, I would always do that. Great. And that, Great. And that and it's not coming from here. That's something that I, yeah. that, that is within me that I would always, that I would always push. Okay. Fair. Yes. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. An absolute pleasure. Thank Arlen. you. Oh, now you got to edit 10 minutes and 19 seconds out of it. No. Oh, you can just take out that time when the the, the tables roll through. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna get it kind of.